This episode is dedicated to Galen of Germany. Galen, you are going through so much with your 21-year-old son's cancer diagnosis, yet you find time volunteering, helping others in need. And you also find time to listen to my show and then share this amazing service with me, Be My Eyes. Thank you. Hugs to you in Germany. And Galen, thank you for your own positive imprints. Your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Hello, this is Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive achievements inspire positive thought and action. Exceptional people rise to the challenge. Music by the talented Chris Knoll. Check out his music and learn more about him at chrisnoll.com, C-H-R-I-S-N-O-L-E. Fabulous music and lots of genre, too. And I'm working on featuring him on the show, but I do want to do it in person. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Visit my website, yourpositiveimprint.com, where you can sign up for podcast updates and follow this podcast. Please share your favorite episodes, too. And go shopping. I have camping mugs, clothing, duffel bags, lots in my shop at yourpositiveimprint.com. Listen and follow my show from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, or of course, listen from your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to hit that subscribe, download, or follow button. And remember, this is a free podcast. Your Positive Imprint. What's your P.I.? Let's see the world together. Danish furniture craftsman Hans Jorgen Weiberg had a vision, an idea that became reality for millions around the world. Be my eyes. Hans sees the world with no land borders, but rather all of us as citizens of the world. With that engraved in his heart, mind, and soul, he presented an idea that would bring the world together with helping eyes. Be My Eyes is a hands-on way to rise to the challenge with your own positive imprints. And this is so incredibly interesting. Hans, you are truly amazing. Thank you so much, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Wow, it's fantastic. Well, you know, it was a listener, a friend, (laughs) that sent me the information about you and this fabulous app, Be My Eyes, which we will definitely get to. But you have this very interesting background that has absolutely nothing to do with the Mm, app and this idea that you have. And so you're a furniture craftsman. And before you go into that, I do have to say that some of my absolute favorite furniture that we have in our home is from Denmark. Hans, mm-hmm. furniture craftsmanship is so different from Be My Eyes app. So how did this come about? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I kind of married into it. Actually, I'm born and raised on a farm and I was set out to, to become a farmer because that was kind of what I wanted to. But then when I was 25 and actually had the whole farming education and all that and was talking to my dad about taking over the farm and so on, then I discovered this eye disease. I realized that, that my vision would just be 
worse and worse over time. So it would not be a good thing to start uh, driving the tractor <laughs> and taking over a farm. At that point, I didn't really know what to do. So I went back to, to school and I got uh, into the university in Denmark and I started to study philosophy. And in that period, I met my wife who is upholsterer. She puts new fabrics on old furnitures. Then we got married and we got some kids and then she ha wanted to have her own uh, furniture repair business. And I was uh, helping her there and I really got into this furniture thing. So, so that's how it all started. It is something that I do together with my wife and it's her business. So I'm helping her when I'm not totally business busy doing be my eyes so that's kind of the story of it so oh that's so interesting and to me it's just kind of a romance story because you get into doing these things together and you love being together and working together and you enjoy the work i'm so happy for you so what is the name of her shop it is weiberg's weaving and uh, upholstery business <laughs> if you translate it into english so it's called in Danish. We, we have been married since uh, 98. And for the first, I don't know, 10 years, we were basically together day and night because we were yeah living together, of course, but we were also working in the same room. It was only when we went to the toilet, we were not together. So, <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so we have really uh, spent a lot of time together. So I think we have <laughs> straightened out uh, what you need to do out there. So it's been absolutely wonderful. But I have also very much enjoyed going more and more into working with Be My Eyes. So, so we're not working that much together. But I'm still working at home and she has her shop where we live. So whenever she needs a hand, I can go out and help her and the other way around. So it, it works out perfectly fine still. So that's wonderful. Well, I applaud the upholstery business, the reupholstering business. And that is something that we need more of throughout the world, reupholstering, because it is much more sustainable with regard to furniture. Mm, it is, yeah. Mm. And it reminds me of Repair Cafe. And you've heard of Repair Cafe, right? Uh, yes, I have. Mm. It started over in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not too far from you down in the Netherlands. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it has hit worldwide. And I think Repair Cafe is something that truly, and it doesn't have to be, you know, the, the trademark recare, recare, Repair Cafe, but that type of notion, which is what you're doing, and you're basically doing what I think is really set for sustainability for the future and to keep things out of our dumps, out of our landfills worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we also have fashion changes with fabrics for upholstery. And interestingly, now, and this has happened within the last, I think, five, maybe a little more years, now you can get fabrics that are made out of old fabrics. And that's super, super interesting. And you can get... Uh, ecological uh, grown fabrics and all that you could not before and people are asking about that and also it, it's not cheap to have new fabrics on your old furniture so people really uh, think about it and it's a big decision for, for a lot of people but for me and especially for my wife who is uh, doing this it's a wonderful thing to kind of 
have this process with the customers. They come in and they look at the furniture and they look at the fabrics and, and they uh, sometimes they bring it home and then they come back. Yeah, we want this one. And then when can you do it and what's the price and all that? And then you do it and they come back and uh, yeah, they are very happy about the result. We have been doing this for now yeah, more than 20 years. Uh, a few times we have made the same chair twice because they have been using it <laughs> and worn it down and that, now they want to have it done again. So that, that's kind of a, a funny thing. And so that's absolutely wonderful to be in this process. The people that come to us, they really think about that this is something that is worth doing and so on. They, they don't just want to throw it out. Sometimes they could even get a, a cheaper chair if they just threw it out and, and bought a new one. But they, they love this chair. And that's also some of these architect design chairs uh, and they have a high price it, it's meaningful to kind of put money in to have them renewed once in a while uh, every uh, 20 or 30 years or something like that it's a wonderful business to be in because it's so meaningful in, in many ways so mm. Oh my gosh, yes, Hans, absolutely. And it's perfect for another podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to Be My Eyes. Your heart, your mind, and your soul went into this idea. And how it took off is just amazing to me that there are so many millions and millions (laughs) of volunteers and users of this app. (laughs) Thank you. It is amazing. And it has also surprised me and and the whole team. Well, the the story is that, as I I mentioned before, that I I was starting to lose my vision and I didn't know what to do. And and then I got into this philosophy and I worked together with my wife. And then at some point I got uh, just a few hours a week, a small part-time job for the Danish Blind Association where I was visiting other blind and low vision people in my area. So I got to know a lot of uh, blind people. And uh, at some point I got this idea that uh, we should make a group of volunteers who you could make a video call to uh, when you needed uh, some uh, visual assistance and there was no one around you. Many blind people live alone or they, they live together with someone, but the other person is at work or, and then, yeah, you need a pair of eyes, maybe only for 20 seconds or something like that. And you can make a, a FaceTime call or Skype uh, or something like that, but then you would have to call a specific person. And then you have to think, is this person at work or can I call her now? Or uh, did I call her yesterday or all that? But if you have a group of volunteers, you can just make a call. So, so that's kind of the, the idea. I'm not a technical guy. I had no clue how to make an app or anything. So I I really didn't know what to do with this idea. I knew it was possible, but I didn't know how to to get there. And then I I learned about a event called Startup Weekend, where you can basically walk in from the street and present an idea. And hopefully somebody else also likes the idea and want to join your team. And that's what I did in 2012. I was lucky that I think there were seven other people who joined my little group there. And then we, yeah, we won this uh, award, you can say, this weekend for the most innovative idea. There, there was no money in that award. So, so we were, uh, yeah, we were all fired up, but we didn't uh, have any uh, money or anything. So we started to uh, 
right uh, applications to foundations in Denmark and so on to see if, if we could get some support to kind of try out this idea. After uh, quite a while, we got $300,000 from one of the biggest foundations in Denmark. Uh, wow, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we could start to hire people who could actually do the coding and so on. And um, the 15th of January, 2015, we launched the app and we were really excited about that. We didn't know what to expect, but within 24 hours, we had 1,000 blind people signed up, which was pretty amazing. And we had 10,000 uh, volunteers signed up. I clearly remember my server guy called me and was kind of freaked out because we were not ready for that kind of <laughs> downloads. And and, um, and it just got uh, even worse from there because uh, within, I think, the next uh, two weeks, we had uh, 100,000 uh, volunteers signed up and 10,000 uh, blind people. So we really got a amazing start. And, and so before you go on, the 100,000 volunteers that you got so quickly were they from denmark or were they worldwide well i think in the very beginning they were from denmark but very soon after i i cannot really explain how but but people are using facebook and twitter and so on and it it spread like mm -hmm. i don't know what and also we were, were picked up by some of the tech media and they started to write very small uh, pieces about this uh, exciting new uh, startup in Denmark. They have many of those small, super small, uh, short uh, articles. But it seemed to kind of spread like, I don't know what. And, and my CEO and myself was interviewed, I don't know, for two months in a row on a daily basis. It was uh, totally uh, crazy you can see now six years later we have i think we have 4.8 million volunteers all over the world in 185 different languages and in basically all countries uh, uh, in the whole world and we have not spent any marketing uh, money simply because we didn't have any so that was very easy but people has been so excited about being able to help in an easy way, it's super easy to download the app and say, yeah, I'm volunteering here. And, and we only ask people to, as the name says, to be someone's eyes. And the most common use of Be My Eyes is that uh, you are in your kitchen and you are cooking something and you need to know exactly the recipe or what can is what or have I set my oven to this number of degrees or, and so on. And, and I mean, anybody can do that. We have many calls that are 20 seconds. Um, have I set my oven to 300 degrees? Yes, you have. Thank you so much. And that's it. It can also be an hour-long call when you need to um, uh, restart your computer and all that. Or if you are out and about and or you have lost something on the floor or you cannot find it and, and so on. So the, all those um, tasks. But basically anyone can do it. It can be a little difficult sometimes to... Uh, to navigate, you will have to tell the blind person to move the phone a little to the right, a little to the left, a little closer, and it's a little dark here and all that. But you talk about it and you work it out, and people simply love it, and they are posting about it on Twitter and Facebook afterwards, and then we get even more volunteers. So that's how it has spread all over the world. So, so incredible. And I, I interrupted you when you were talking about 
the grant when you first started it. So if you want to backtrack <laughs> and go back to when you initially put it out and then you started getting the volunteers in case you had something important that you wanted to share and I interrupted you. Well, it was kind of uh, interesting because we had no idea. Basically, we thought it would be maybe a little difficult to find enough volunteers. We even made kind of a gamification element so you would earn some point if you have been helping a blind person. You could not use the point for anything, but points are good. But soon it turned out it was simply difficult even to get a call because there were so many volunteers. So, so this gamification didn't uh, make any sense. So we moved that uh, after a period of time. But of course, when I think about it now, it, it makes sense that, I mean, everybody pretty much wants to help if they can, and especially if it is in an easy way. I myself, not completely blind, but I'm using the white cane when I'm out and about. And and if I'm standing somewhere and trying to get across the street or something, uh, I don't have to stand there very long before someone uh, asks me, oh, uh, do you need help to get across the street or can I do something for you and so on. So my experience uh, from my own life is that uh, pretty much everybody want to help if it is something that they can do in an easy way. We are all busy and it's difficult for a lot of people to sign up to volunteer have to do something. But with Be My Eyes, you can just sign up and if you're busy, you can just ignore the call. And if you have time, you say yes, and then you will be connected with this blind person, maybe across the, the world. We use the time zones into our uh, advantage. If I need help four o'clock in the morning, we don't call anybody in Denmark four o'clock in the morning. Then we find <laughs> someone who speaks Danish or English in another time zone. And this means that you might get a call early in the morning or something like that because I'm in another time zone. So, so that's how we can provide help 24-7 without disturbing our volunteers 24-7. The amazing thing is that when you have 4.8 million volunteers, uh, many of them speak more than one language, then you always have, uh, even in a small uh, language like the Danish. It is so amazing that so many volunteers actually it's not amazing because positive imprints are all over the place and we meet them every single day like you meet them at a traffic light and you may only meet them for you know 20 seconds mm. and but they've left a positive imprint and people do rise to the challenge they do uh, sometimes uh, I joke about that I'm not quite sure who am I helping the most because the volunteers seem so excited about uh, being able to to do this uh, little thing, you can say, but impactful. At least a blind person who needs to set the oven, that's not a big deal. But for this volunteer who has been, maybe been waiting for a month to get this call and finally get, uh, and many of the volunteers, they don't know a blind person. They read about this on Facebook or uh, TikTok or something like that. And then they say, oh, I can do that. Uh, and then they pretty much forget about it. And, and then suddenly one day, tingling, and then, oh, um, now I'm a volunteer. And then uh, they get all excited and, and they post about it and, and so on. So it's pretty amazing how, yeah, uh, happy people uh, are getting uh, and, and it really impacts both of course the, the blind users but uh, very much also the volunteers so so that's uh, a wonderful feeling to uh, to have oh absolutely i think that whenever anybody 
uses or owns their own positive imprint, for a better word, it is rewarding. I received my first call, but I, d- I didn't know what the ring was. <laughs> so I'm, what is my phone doing? Because it's a different ring, which is good that it sounds different because now I know that ring. I picked up and then finally I saw the notification and I clicked on it and I got excited, <laughs> like you say. And then, of course, by that time, several other volunteers were clicking and so on, which is a good thing. And it is easy to use. It's so, so user-friendly. Well, you know, that, It that, took that, less than a minute to sign yeah. up. <laughs> we have put a lot of effort into making the app as accessible uh, as possible, uh, both for the site, but especially uh, for the blind people, of course, you have to verify your email and so on. Uh, We we cannot skip that part. And also, when you have uh, signed up, then there is only two buttons in the app, which is also something we're very proud of. Uh, One of them is call first available volunteer, and that's where you get a volunteer. And the second button is called specialized help. And in that, you can call a a company to get some special assistance from uh, Google or Microsoft and so on. Do you collect any of the data? No, no, we don't. We we, see when we are connecting uh, strangers. So, and we like to know what's going on, and especially if if there's some uh, complaint about something, and we record the the videos so we can go back and see what really happened. So, in that sense, we are collecting some data, but we're not sharing it with with anybody. So, it's it's just for the six, you know, security that's, part. That's of it. Yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. If and if you so sign up as a blind too. person, we we want to make sure that you understand how to use it, and we also give people ideas for how they can use it, and make sure they know it's a free service. And but you also have to behave in a certain way. So we do give uh, the blind users more information uh, than the volunteers, simply because they are the ones who are in front of it, so so to speak. So right, I clicked the learn more, and it was a video that was short and it was to the point this video the app provides is i think it was which one is red i can't remember and then it tells you you would say it's the one on your left so that the blind person or the person who is visually impaired or colorblind will know which one is the red one so it was very easy and so as a volunteer you're not giving your life information or watching you know three, four hours of video. <laughs> no, no, we, we, and, and also kind of to underline that it's not rocket science. Uh, it's just your eyes that we need because the blind people, they know exactly what they're doing. So so you don't have to be their brain. You just have to be their eyes for, for a little while. Uh, and this is, of course, super, super important. Some Somebody may ask you, oh, would this go with this color? And then, yeah, you can say, well, I don't know, but I wouldn't do that. Or, But if you're a young hipster, that might be good for you or something like that. So so you might be asked uh, something like that, but then you can absolutely feel free to say, uh, well, uh, I'd rather not have any opinion about that. Or if you're comfortable, many are. Oh, uh, I don't think this color goes with this color. But sometimes they even ask, oh, but what color are, are your shoes? Uh, can I see them and then uh, they get into 
this whole conversation about what what <laughs> <laughs> what is going with what and so on. That's super interesting. I have no clue what they're talking about. But so uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> we even we even have uh, people who are using be my eyes when they putting on uh, makeup uh, because uh, all the different uh, uh, whatever you put on on containers <laughs> it is in pretty much the same all of them and maybe you have yes. three or five or six different colors and it's impossible to kind of uh, keep them apart and all that that's a very very personal uh, interaction you have with another person uh, putting on <laughs> makeup there i sometimes get uh, emails about that oh i actually help uh, this person uh, get ready for a job interview or something like that so uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's sometimes it's really important stuff you're doing so you are alone and your wife is not there and you are in this uh, job interview and ah, I want to make sure that this shirt uh, kind of fits uh, the rest of it and so on. And then they can use uh, Be My Eyes for, for that. It's not only for, for blind people. We also have dyslexic people who scan something and have it read to you. But sometimes a dyslexic person needs a person to read it, to understand it. Volunteers are, are happy to do that as well. So, I am so glad that you offer that, and I didn't think of that. I'm a teacher, and I work with students with dyslexia, and they need help, and they need that extra eyes. And orally, they can process a lot, but visually, they have a harder yeah. time. I met one who said that sometimes I simply need a, a human being to read it to me, uh, instead of a computer, because it doesn't make sense when the computer does it. I, I, <laughs> I, I think that your idea is so phenomenal, and I'm so glad that you were able to get it off of the ground and get it developed into this remarkable app that is so easy to use. So now you mentioned Google and Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So how did their involvement play in all of this? Well, um, part of the, the history is that from Day one, we decided that Be My Eyes should be a free service simply because no matter what country you live in, blind people in that country are most likely in the low income end. We could see that 90% of the blind people in this world, they live in India and Africa and other low income areas. And they might get a smartphone, but we cannot charge them $10 a month or anything. So we decided that eyesight should be free and then we had to find another business model and that is what we are doing the the second button as i mentioned is called specialized help and when you press that one you can find a number of companies and then for instance you can call microsoft and then when you press that button we send the call to microsoft but they know it's coming from be my eyes so they can make sure that those, I don't know, uh, 10 or 15 people at Microsoft who know about what kind of programs the blind people are using, that those people are the ones who is answering those calls. So it's way easier for the support people. I mean, they have a huge uh, call center, I don't know, somewhere in the world with maybe 1,000 people, but very few of them know anything about uh, being blind. Uh, but they do have some experts in this, uh, and those people are the one answering the calls coming from Be My Eyes, and they also get the video part. So it's way easier for persons in this call, uh, the blind person and the support person, 
to have this conversation because they can simply show the person what's on the screen now and so on. And and this is Microsoft and Google and Procter and Gamble and uh, pharmacies and a number of other companies are so happy about this. So they are willing to pay Be My Eyes to be on our platform. Uh, and you can say that we are helping the companies be better companies for their blind customers. And, and so we, we have this, it's from a postcard, I believe, this motto, everybody wins only when nobody loses. And this is kind of what is driving our uh, business model. And we strongly believe that the companies are getting absolutely value for their money because they have a easy way to step up to their responsibility for all their customers, also the blind customers. It is difficult to give support to a blind person when the technology is not working, and that's the only reason why they're calling. Or they have issues with signing up with, with the Google or um, something like that. But now they can actually get help from someone who knows exactly what's going on, and that's uh, super, super valuable. For both for the company, but especially, of course, for the blind users. Wow, you have done so much for the visually impaired around the world, and I'm impressed. I am so impressed with all of the different pieces that you worked on to make sure that they're being served in all of the positive ways. And, yeah, and to do this with the companies. Wow. Can you imagine the questions that people, I, I mean, I have questions, but I couldn't <laughs> even imagine, you know. But, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I just love this app. Nobody has done this before. So, so we could not kind of copy anyone or look at, oh, they mm -hmm. are doing good. And also this last month has been totally amazing because we, we won the Webby Award uh, and Oh, congratulations. And then we uh, <laughs> picked up a Apple Design Award, which is a super big deal, maybe especially for um, uh, the developers and designers on my team. We're super, super excited about it. I am as well, of course. And then uh, pretty much the same week, we got a Helen Keller Award, which is the biggest award in the blind community. So uh, we are, yes. this month has been over the top, absolutely. So we are super, super happy that we get this recognition from, I mean, Apple, they have millions of Apple apps in their app store, and then they pick right. Be My Eyes and six others, I believe, and give this um, design award, which is, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. It is a very big is, deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I say, I was impressed with your design. I was very impressed with so. the design and the ease. Just user-friendly, absolutely. Mm. You are so deserving of the recognition. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> because I think, yes, oh, absolutely. And it, this is such an amazing positive imprint. And it, it's worldwide. And you are helping so many people, not just the visually impaired, but the volunteers are enthralled and their mindset is changed because of you well and i, think I, that I that strongly is believe that thing. we're gaining people on our side because as i said before many people don't know a blind person and they just read like you mm -hmm. they read about this on facebook and think oh i can do that but then suddenly they are one-to-one -one with a blind person doing something that actually means something to to the blind person 
and suddenly they look at their washing machine with totally new eyes and say, this cannot be right that uh, these washing machines doesn't uh, talk to us or are so impossible uh, if you could not see and we need to do something about that and suddenly we have ambassadors out there speaking to the more inclusive world and so on and that's i think <laughs> that makes me very proud when when i get uh, emails like that from people who kind of get uh, fired up and say we have to do something about this and, <laughs> and yes we <laughs> thank you <laughs> and uh, and so you're changing the world and it, it's not just changing the world for the people that are visually impaired is going to change the world. But I think that as word continues to spread and as this grows, which it already has, and maybe some of these companies, like you mentioned, the washing machine company, are looking into now sound. So it doesn't matter that a piece of equipment is accessible if it is not financially accessible then it's not accessible and this is uh, yeah, don't get me started on that one uh, when we start to talk with microsoft i mean their accessibility team was maybe one or two people uh, and i believe they have maybe 100 people now in accessibility looking into whatever they are doing and, and microsoft is doing a amazing job making their whole organization think about accessibility most people at some point in their life suddenly they are impaired and or they will hopefully grow old and start to lose some of their hearing everybody at some point in their life has some kind of maybe temporary impairment and, and it is really smart if you are accessible uh, to all kinds of handicaps yes. and so on and, and microsoft is really thinking about that and that's also why they together with me my eyes microsoft also got a helen keller award simply because they are actually stepping up to this they are actually how can we make this work for everybody and not only thinking about uh, blind people here but also deaf and and and, and uh, yeah, even deaf blind and, and so on yeah yeah that's really encouraging to see and we see it as actually becoming a department in some of the the, the big companies and that's really encouraging so so i am somewhat uh, hopeful that this will spread. There it is, is spreading. It is. And there is also yeah, legal uh, stuff being put in place so they actually have to do this. But even legal stuff, you can make a law and then uh, 10 years later, not everybody is following that. But it, it seems to be moving uh, in these years. And that's uh, very encouraging to see. This is very impressive. And it's one of the things that does go through my mind when I do my podcast is that we humans around the world have to do so much for our tomorrows. And sometimes that just doesn't feel right and just that we have to work so hard for tomorrow and for the future. You know, that things should already have been in place for life in the future. <laughs> but, you know, that's, of course, my optimism saying, you know, well, that's how life really is but it's not and that's why we have people like you who do rise to the challenge and you because of your app you are bringing opportunity to people around the world as volunteers to rise to the challenge as well and providing such a phenomenal service to the visually impaired and I so thank you for that 
So is there anything else that you have forgotten to share before we get into the last segment of this episode? <laughs> I think we have uh, touched a lot of things, So, but um, I'm happy to answer uh, any questions, uh, If also from, from your listeners, if they have any, they, they can just reach out, and uh, I'm more than happy to answer. Okay, and, and we'll get that information here right now. So first of all, the website... Hans is bemyeyes.com. <laughs> the email that you can reach us is info at be my eyes, and then uh, myself or some of my uh, colleagues will answer uh, the questions. Maybe not right away, but we try to do it as fast as we can. So, mm. so my last segment is, of course, your last inspiring words that you would like to share. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. But Take a little yeah. bit and think about inspiring words that you'd like to share. It, it reminds me of another award that we got, <laughs> and the, the Appy Award. And I had seven words to give a, a speech in the, in, by the end, and I said, volunteering makes our world beautiful. Thank you. And that was seven words. And <laughs> it was kind of fun to, to make that super uh, short speech. But I really believe that the, the fact that people can volunteer, and we like to also to, to use the word micro-volunteering, because it is most calls are less than three minutes, and they really make a difference. And it's super easy for you to, to do that. So so I really believe that uh, the world gets a little more beautiful when, when you can volunteer in, in this easy way. So, uh, so. Hans Jürgen Weiberg, you are an amazing positive imprint that has allowed the flourishing of volunteers around the world to use, to show, to implement their own positive imprints. But even more so, your positive imprint is bringing a service and bringing happiness, bringing joy to people who are visually impaired. And something that I just, I love your phrase that you have on your website, let's see the world together. And I love that. There are no borders. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love that. And so BeMyEyes.com. And thank you so much for developing this idea into reality. Hans Jürgen Weiberg, thank you for your positive imprint. Thank you so much. Your positive imprint. What's your PI? <laughs>